and all the time. He is indeed good. He is indeed the good God. And when he goes before us, there is no way we can lose any battle. He started with Israel when they crossed the Jordan. Before then, he appeared to Joshua because before that, he asked Moses to impact upon Joshua because Joshua was a follower of Moses or a servant of Moses. And Joshua actually know the tax of leading the Israelites. That is not an easy way to carry Israel. But Moses, who could hear from God face to face, and who could work a miracle, and could use a staff, and things will come, and uh, place all the miracles God showed through Moses, even with all that they saw, Moses still had a lot of trouble. At a point, they even wanted to stone him. So he knew that it's not easy to lead man. <laughs> it's very difficult to lead man. And it's very difficult. By that, Moses even, because of the people, Moses himself couldn't enter into the promised land. And he saw all this. Then God appeared to him, who is just a follower of Moses, who doesn't even know how God speaks, because it's Moses who will hear and come and tell them. And suddenly, God said, my servant Moses is dead. A country in a very precarious situation. The great Moses is dead. But God did not leave the space. He said, rise up and take those people, these people across the Jordan. Moses, my servant, is dead. So he said, therefore, the normal thing is after his head that Moses was dead, he would throw himself down, get dejected, and the vision is dead. But God said, no. Moses is only the career of the vision. But the vision never dies. But men can die. Visions can never die. Leaders may die. Their visions may not die. Once we understand this, we attach ourselves to the vision. Jesus might have died on the cross, but his vision never dies. So he heard the news. And God said, now, Joshua, you are the new leader. And Joshua looked at himself. Sometimes you look at yourself. And Joshua looked at his ability. And Joshua looked at whether he's even healed one sick before. Joshua, even uh, maybe the first time he's heard God speaking directly to him was, Moses is dead. 
All the rest that God will speak, he spoke it through Moses. So the first time maybe he might have heard the voice of God clearly was that now Moses, my servant, Moses is dead. So rise up and take this people across this place. The natural thing is that Joshua will be afraid. If you are the one, you would be afraid. Or if they ask you, maybe you don't have any position in your office. The one day, he says, your AMD is no longer that you should go and act. It's a promotion, but it's also <laughs> or you look at yourself <laughs> and you look at the position and you look at all the qualifications of your MD and you look at your qualification, look at the experiences of your MD and sees yourself, you, you don't have any experience. And they say, go and lead this big organization and these stubborn people. <laughs> people who can argue their case intelligibly and so that when you sit with them, they seem to be even more knowledgeable than you. And they are asking you to go and lead them. How will you feel? Will you be excited? It's a promotion, but will you be excited? You will say, God, you set me to fail. You are setting my disgrace. Because you know some of this, your bosses were very, very hard and won't bend for anything, even giving the one who is more qualified than you trouble. Then you who is not too qualified. The first thing will be, there will be fear, isn't it? Good news has come. Come and lead. How many of you? God forbid. If you are told today, be the president of Ghana. How many of you will really say, I will be? If Ghana was being ruled by theocracy. And God says, you should go and lead Ghana. If it was not a democratic nation, it was a theocratic nation. And God says, now, and that is, you're tracking me that God is the one who chooses, not by election. He doesn't consult any council of state or anybody. He sits down and looks into people's heart. And say, this is the one who can take care of us. What we do is democracy. We choose and bring to God. And God blesses. Did you hear what I said? I said we do what? We are the one who chooses the leader. All the leaders that came, it wasn't God who chose them. We chose them. And we presented them to God. That is what I call democracy. <laughs> so, 
Things may go bad. We don't blame God. We choose it. We just brought it. And we pray that God will help them to fulfill what we want. That's why you have to continuously be praying for your leaders. So if we were in that, not the one we choose and present to God, but what God will choose and present to us. If God chose you, <laughs> and we are there one morning, you get up, you want to go and wash your master's car, and God said, go and be, go and lead Ghana. Joshua met a similar situation. That sometimes these are the people just after some few days, they, they know how to stone. If, you see, Afghanian, we are good. We'll talk. And we don't stone. They, they won't only talk. <laughs> they will talk and act on their talking. And God is asking you to lead these people. And here is the Jordan. You don't have the staff or the rod of Moses to divide it. How do you cross it with these people? If Moses was there, you know Moses has a rod. And you know that rod has a history. Moses brought it from the wilderness with some powers inside. That's what they know. When he put it down, it can turn to snake. He stretched it. This won't happen. He does this. Miracles happen. And he hit it here and it works. And this rod was a great miracle. He will show it to the Red Sea and the Red Sea will open. He will hit the, uh, the rock and water will come out when they are testing. So he seen the rod in the hands of Moses working mighty miracles. And that has brought them to that place. Even the rod being raised brought victory to Israel. When he, Joshua, was fighting on the ground, and if it was not the hand of Moses, because he, Joshua, having been trained as a military man, the Israelites that came from Egypt were not fighters. They were what? Builders. So he knew that it is not his experience that gave them the victory over the Amalekite. It was the raising hands of Moses. So sometimes you can be winning some battles and you know it's not you. You know it's people's effort that is making you do better. But you are the one they see. So sometimes we begin to forget that it is not us. Sometimes you might even not be very good, but you can have good people around you. And that can help you run them and run the system. People say, oh, this guy is good. Remove those people. You will see the nakedness of the man. So he, Joshua, knows that he wasn't a good fighter, but it was God who was fighting for them. 
And he was fighting the battle through the lifting hands of Moses with the rod in his hands. And here is the man with the rod, dead. I presume when he was going up the mountain, he went with the rod. He didn't even leave the rod. (laughs) It is always with him. That rod was Moses' rod. That was what he was using to take care of the sheep. And God took hold of this rod. What used to take care of sheep and direct sheep and hit sheep and make sure that that same rod was used that was the weapon he had. The same way whatsoever you have in your hand, God can use it to work in a miracle. And he said, now my servant Moses is dead. Take the people. And Moses, my servant, is dead now. Therefore, arise. So when you hear such a news, you are dejected and you fall down. You say, my life has ended. No. He said what? Arise. Tell somebody, arise. arise. Say another person, arise. arise. Never allow anything, any situation to throw in the towel. Let your focus be on God. If your focus is on God, you will arrive at your destination. Arise! If anybody is down today, I'm also saying, arise. The Lord is saying, arise. He said, arise now. Go over what? This Jordan. You and all these people to the land which I am giving to them. That is the children of Israel. Whatever God has promised you this year, there's a land, of course, you must possess it. By possessing it, you need the same God to go with you, to fight for you, to fight with you. And Joshua was wondering how can we cross the Jordan? Because I don't have the rod that I can hit the Jordan like how Moses hit the Red Sea. And God said, I'm going to show you. Said, Let the priest carry the ark. You don't need Moses. The one that they are carrying, he's the one who opened the sea. It's not the rod of Moses. Let him carry it. And they cross at a point where Jordan was overflowing its bank. God comes in when everything seems hopeless. When you feel I have failed in life, that is when God takes over. It wasn't when things were good. So if God is going to work in a miracle, let me tell you, he can work something for you this year. It doesn't matter the difficulties we are facing as a nation. What matters is the God you carry throughout 2023. As long as you carry the ark, the water cannot take you away. 
as long as the priest carried the ark, the Jordan gave way. So let us focus in carrying God's presence throughout 2023. And every storm that swallowed and killed and destroyed businesses, destroyed life, destroyed health, destroyed whatever it is, will stand still. He gave some condition. So he said, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I, I what? So it is not now that God is great. He said, if God should have said, I will give it to you. He said what? I have given you. That means it's for you. It's not now that we are going through 2023 to gather something. It is already yours. It's just a playback. I don't like uh, watching live uh, football. <laughs> Especially if it is my country. Because I might be emotionally attached to my country. But after they finish playing and I know the result, <laughs> I then want to look at the playback. And sometimes it's getting close. You don't get heart attack for that. <laughs> but you know the result. <laughs> so that is what we are. We already know the result. The, we have finished the World Cup. We know we have won it. So it's just what we are watching now is a playback. God has gone through that. He's prepared the way for you. The battle has been won already. He said, I have given you what? The land. It means that the land is yours. But you know if you live in Accra, and you are in Accra. I can't tell about the other place. And you try to build a house. And you buy a land. And register the land. They take all the whatever it is and register it in your name. And you leave it. And you don't wall it. <laughs> oh, I have nothing to say. <laughs> Oh, you understand? You are, if you're in Ghana here, you understand what I'm talking about. You may have the title deed, everything, but you may see another owner <laughs> on the land. Sometimes the land that belongs to you, you have to fight. Oh? You have to fight and fight. Sometimes go to court, the thing is yours. So, And walk, go up and down to the court for many years. And you know this is mine. But somebody, he knows that it's not his. But he still wants to live on it. So the fact that God has given you doesn't mean that automatically you should sleep. 
Whatever God has promised us, whatever God has given us, it is ours. But we have an enemy who does not obey rules. They call him the lawless one. He always wants to take what belongs to you. And that is why we fight. We are not fighting because the thing is not ours. We are fighting because somebody wants to take what belongs to us. And it's not his. We are just ejecting the person from our own land. So they were to go and do ejection. The land I've given to you, there are people living on it. And some of the type of people, the land guards on it. You need some enforcement, reinforcement. The anarchite, all the ice, all the whatever ice you can find, they are on that land. I said, why will God give trouble land to his people? Why wouldn't God clear the everything so that this world will be free of something you face some people shooting their life? But they are alive. And they keep on troubling you. Why? Say, go and take it. And God knows because before that, he sent spies to go and look at the land. And when they went, they saw that cities were on it. People were living there. And the type of people living there, they have experience in warfare. Not experience in walking in the wilderness. So that this battle will be the lost battle. So their first, after they crossed, there was the priest who took the lead. And anytime they stepped on the water, the water opened up. Because the water can never Consume and destroy the presence of God. At his presence, the seas flee. Anytime God appears, everything gives way. If we want situation to give way, let us carry God throughout the year. Don't put him down and go and do what you want to do first and come back. Say, Nyame, this place, we don't need you here. Obaha, obesay plan. From today, don't let us take that attitude. We must carry God every moment and every second. God, Satan will not wait for you. The moment you put God there and you move, he will cross you. You might not have the chance to come back, to come and carry him, to have your victory. So let's continually ask him and carry him throughout 2023. They passed through that place and he asked them to take what? Some 12 stones. He brought here everybody from a tribe, come and, and they collected the stone. He said, this will be there for a memorial. We need to remember every victory God gives to us. Remembrance is very important in everybody's life. The moment you forget where God picked you, you go back to where you are. God told David, 
David, you were a shepherd boy. Nobody even counted you among your family. You were not fit to become a king. And now I have chosen you. Now you become Puntai. Remember where I pick you. Israel, remember where the rock in which I brought you out. Remember when you didn't have shoes to go to school. Remember when you were in the village and somebody picked you and helped you. Remember when you were failing your exams. Remember. Remember when you were struggling. Remember when you didn't have a job and you were sleeping with a friend. Now you are an empty. You are an empty. So you don't want to even look at the friend who gave you a place to sleep. When he calls you, you don't want to pick the call. Remember when you were in sin and God redeemed you. So it can help us to have a reflection of ourselves and see where God has brought us. It can help us to humble ourselves before God so God can lift us because for God to promote you, you need to humble yourself. But you cannot humble yourself if you don't look at where God picked you. Remember you were eating yo without Gary. Beans without Gary. Remember when you went to a chop bar, you buy fufu and you can't buy meat. Remember. Remember the day you came to Accra. Remember the trot trot, the bars you brought. Remember when you got to Accra, you didn't have any place. Remember. Remember when you started as a private person and God raised you through the rank and made you a general. Remember so that when you are commanding your subordinate, you will understand what you went through. Remember when you didn't have money to pay your rent and you are owning a lot of houses. Remember when you were selling, doing the tabletop. Remember when you were maybe selling cassettes and look at how God has raised you. You see the ability and the power of God. It makes you know that God can pick anybody and make him great. So when you are dealing with people, you will deal with them with respect. If somebody should do something good to you, remember it. Normally, the only things we remember are, do you know what we remember? If I ask you things you will remember our people, 
You remember what bad thing people did to you. Good is easily forgotten. Evil stick in our mind. Remember when somebody paid your trotro money for you. When you were in the trotro and you looked into your pocket and your money got lost. And you were, you didn't want the trotter to get to the destination because you didn't know how to face the mate. They were rough at that time. And you're going to face these rough guys and say, I don't have money. Then while you are struggling, and the guy asks you, and you are putting your hands, you know the thing is not there. But you are still... Then somebody looked at you and said, oh, my balance is for 300. Remember that's good. So that when you have an opportunity to help another person, you'll remember that I was helped before. So I can also help another person. Take those stones. And there were 12 stones, isn't it? We have 12 months. So every month, remember. Something will happen, remember. It's a month, every month, remember the goodness of God. Remember the message of God. Remember that God has been with you before, so he will help you through that month. No matter what difficulties you'll be going through that month, remember that God has made provision for you in that month. Joshua, I've given you the land, but on condition that if you will not be afraid, only be what? Be strong and be courageous. It is yours, but it takes courage to take what belongs to you. Coward can inherit what belongs to them. Say, be strong. Tell somebody, be strong. There are many things in this new world that can weaken our faith. That can weaken our strength. That can weaken our health. Look, be strong. No matter how you feel, you are down. He said, be what? Be strong and of what? Good courage. There are some courage, they are bad. The courage they have is bad courage. Things you shouldn't do. They are doing it. And a bad courage. Like the oh, father, meet me free. I free Yes, you may have the courage to jump, but I know you are not a bird. Even Jesus, when Satan asked him to jump down. Jesus, the son of God. He didn't have that. He, that bad courage didn't come. <laughs> so there are some situations, some things you know that this I shouldn't venture. That's not what I'm talking about. But there are good courage. Things that will bring some good thing to you. What belongs to you? A justified war. A justified battle in your life. The Bible says, don't be afraid. Move on. No matter what obstacle, you might not have money.
but this is what God says you will be. Move on. God will bring it on the way. Be strong, one. Be of good courage, two. For these people, you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. God has sealed it in. You are going to divide it. Something you don't have, you don't divide. It is already yours. But you need courage. You need strength. 2023, it means that there are battles to fight. It is not enough to cross over from Jordan. But after crossing Jordan, there are wars. The first war they fought was a battle of Jericho. It was fully fenced. You're going to face your battle. And the people you're going to fight are protected. They seem to have a fence around them. You don't have what it takes to bring it. The Bible says, because of the children of Israel. Oh, let's look at it. On the way, spies were sent to go and look at the first place they're going to take. That is Jericho. The spies went there. And do you know what the spies what they had? Do you know what the people said? Now, Jericho was securely shut up because of the children of Israel. None went out and none came in. Because of you, they're afraid of you. Sometimes your enemy fears you, but you are not aware that they fear you. If you read, you will find that they fear. When the people went there to spy, do you know what they heard? The people were saying that. The Bible said their fear went into that land. Wow! They heard God had opened the sea. They heard God had used them to, to punish Ork and all the other people. They heard these are people, this is an army that cannot be defeated. So, whatever situation you go through, it also creates faith in you and fear in your enemy. When they met those wars, it looked like God didn't like them, but God was creating fear. By winning those wars, it sent a ripple. It trended to all of the people that there are some people coming those people, they are unconquerable. Nobody can conquer them. They are the people that can carry a box and enter into the Jordan. And the Jordan will stand for them, for them to cross. These are the people. And they heard they had come to the city. So the spies went in there. So when they heard they had come there, they were chasing them. The reason why they were chasing them and trying to look for them and they heard they were in one woman's house. And a young man who had been spies went in and brought out Rehab, her father, her mother. So it was in Rehab's house. And the people came and said, Rehab, 
we had the spies are here. And you know, Rehab is a very experienced woman. She knows how to conceal information without anybody knowing. So he hid the people up there. And said, oh, yes, they came here. If you say they didn't come there, they will search all that place. He said, they came here, but they just went out before they closed the gate. They said, ah! He said, just pass there, chase them, you may find them. They were chasing nothing, but they were chasing. When they chased, they went and went and went, and nothing, they didn't find them. They came in and shut the door again. Then in the night, she let them down because the house was at the window. And they dropped. And they said, don't, if you come to take the city, people have said we've heard that A, B, C, D. Let's look at what Rehab said. Then she let them down by the rope through the window for her house was on the city wall. She dwelt on the wall. And she said to them, get the mountain, let the pursuers meet you. Hide there three days until the pursuers have returned. Afterward, you may go your way. Sometimes, even in the midst of your enemies, God chooses somebody to help you. Don't think the entire world is against you. The entire world might be against you, but even those who are against you, God will choose one to help and rescue you. If there's a need for God to use that person. Every promise of God, there was a battle. Joshua, as they crossed and they were coming, Joshua was praying and somebody appeared to him. Let's look at that. I like Joshua. He, his courage was tested. Because God said, so he said, are you for me, for us? And the Lord said to Joshua, see, I have given you Jericho in your hand. So where is Jericho? It's in the hand of Joshua. It kings. Every situation in your, in your, in, in your life, there are kings. Until you deal with them, that's what I like to say. Mighty warrior. Great in battle. There are kings that you, if you use your natural strength, there are people who are already your own land, they've installed king. And they are mighty men, mighty world. The king has eight mighty men. If it's your land, we'll call it land guard. The land does not belong to the land. Somebody can just take the land and get the land gas. Until you deal with the king and the land guards, you will still be having a problem with your land. So, he said, all these people are in your hands. Eight kings and the mighty men of Velo. Then at the point, you shall march around the city, all your men of war. You shall go all around the city once. This you shall do six days. Continue quickly. And seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram. You see, the priests are always in the case of Joshua. 
the priest carrying and bearing the, the ark becomes paramount. In the case of Moses, his rod becomes what? Paramount. So once the ark of God, the presence of God, goes around your situation, sometimes you might not see a change, but God's presence cannot be there for the walls to stand. The walls will fall. It doesn't matter who built that wall. It doesn't matter what built it. There are walls that will be broken in our life. So, he told them what to do. And it came to pass, when Joshua was by Jericho, that he lifted his eyes and looked. And behold, a man stood opposite him with a sword drawn in his hand. And Joshua went to him and said to him, Are you for us or for our adversaries? If Joshua had not got the courage, he would have run away. God knew that he would meet Joshua and it takes a courageous man to come to him. So, are you for us? If you are not for us, I'm going to fight you. It doesn't matter how long your sword is. It doesn't matter how big you look like. God is on my side. And look at the man's answer. He called him a man. And he said, no. But as what? Commander of what? The army of the Lord. I have now Look, I love it. He said, no, but what? Commander of what? The army of the Lord. In Israel at that time, who was the physical commander? Joshua. And somebody is impersonating him. He said, Joshua, you are not the one leading the people to fight the battle. It is I, the Lord, who gave you the land. And I want to lead the people. So I'm just showing myself to you so that you can believe and know that you are not fighting the battle, but it is me who is leading my people. So this man revealed himself. But this is not a physical man, I believe so. I believe that to every one of us, there is unseen man who is helping us to fight our battle. This man just revealed himself once to him. He said, I have now come. But the battle have now begun. Once I have come, there is no way you can be defeated. So today, your captain, your commander is saying that I have now come. No wonder the war fell. No wonder they won the battles. 
So today, as we walk through this year, I want you to be courageous. I want you to be strong. I want you to know that you have a land to possess. And I want you to have carry your stones with you. Knowing that every month there is something to remember. God is going to give you a testimony so that next year you can remember. Every stone, 12, you're going to take one. As you enter next year, when January comes and you meet a situation, you turn to the January stone and remember that when I was in this situation, God came and helped me. So this man too, God will help me and you carry on. So God will give each and every one of us testimony every month, every day, every week, every year so that we can base our faith that God is with us. God bless you.